Hey everybody. Hey, hey everybody. Hey everybody. Uh, this is Alex. Before we start today, I just wanted to say we have our first ever spin-off podcast that we are launching this week. I'm very excited about this. We spend most of our time on the show talking about things that we don't like, and recently we've been getting more and more into guilty pleasures, and so we decided to try. There is one guilty pleasure to rule them all with us. There's one that the three of us all share that we also share with our girlfriends slash wives. And so what we wanted to do was do a dedicated podcast to our favorite reality show, Top Chef. And so if you like Top Chef, you should check out our new podcast. It's called Pack Your Mics. You can find it at packyourmics.com. The The new Top Chef season just started, and each week we're going to talk about it, about the recent episode for about half an hour, 45 minutes. And it's super fun. It's so fun. So if you have any interest in Top Chef or just want to hear us talk more about stuff that you don't know anything about, if that's your thing, check it out. Uh, you can subscribe there. You can find it on iTunes. You can search for Pack Your Mics. And uh, we would really appreciate it if you'd listen and give us feedback, especially if you like the show. So check that out. It's packyourmics.com. It's Chris and Ezra and I and our lady, special ladies. And it is really, it's great. It's great. And now on to this episode about live free or divergent. This is the uh, the fair warning part of the uh, of the podcast where I tell you that um, right next to me, people are like, I don't know, screw driving screwdrivers with a jackhammer. So, um, what? <laughs> that seems like overkill for using a <laughs> So they took a screwdriver and then uh-huh. they're screw driving that in with something <laughs> and then that's attached to a jackhammer? I think so, yeah. Not only does that sound like overkill, it sounds like it would not turn because a jackhammer is pretty much straight in. You, you know what it does, though? It makes a lot of noise for a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 211. We have now done as many episodes as the number you can call in the U.S. or Canada to get info about health and human services. Aw. Whoa, really? Yep. That's this country also? Yeah, you can get the 211 on food stamps. (laughs) Nice. Speaking of things that wouldn't exist in a perfect world, this week we're talking about divergent by Veronica Roth, the ripoff of The Hunger Games written by a college undergrad. If So not only can you be angry about that, you can be angry that she got a book deal as an undergrad. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy for her. Yeah, I think really? good, yeah. good on you. This is oh, no yeah. prep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to read along with this, this is a very popular book right now. You can get it on Audible. You can go to audiblepodcast.com slash readandweep, and you can get it for free. If you do that, you go to that address, sign up for trial, you get this book or any other book of your choice for free, and you support our show. You could use it for any number of other ripoffs of popular young adult series. Uh, this one even has like the symbol from the Hunger Games on the cover. That's how serious they are about ripping it off. How, how many symbols are there in the world, Alex? Everything just has a circle and then like a little line through it. On I don't fire. Know, Robert Langdon, <laughs> professional symbologist, could probably tell us how many symbols are there. <laughs> That's the symbol for teen dystopia. Ooh, like, circle like on fire. It's a circle, but it's on fire. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's all just a Johnny Cash ripoff. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the circle well, it, of fire. Yeah, and it, it. and it moves us all? <laughs> that's right. 
Anyway, we chose so we chose this book uh, on by using a, a poll on our Facebook page and our Twitter account. So if if you go to facebook.com slash read and we we post things like this, like should we read this or Bone Season? And while everybody agreed that Bone Season was a much better title for double entendres, they thought this would be a more fun book for us to read, so maybe yeah, someday we'll catch up to the bone season. If you want to pick a topic without the whole survey thing, you can pick anything under the sun for us to read. You can sponsor a topic. That's right. You can go to read-weep.com right now. Click on the green dollar sign in the upper left-hand corner, and you can sponsor an episode. You can choose the book, uh, the movie, the TV show. Pick something. Give us a little bit of money, and you can also pick the guest and the games we play, and it's a great way to support our show. Read-weep.com. Click on the sponsor button now. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Here are some of my friends. This is a fun panel. We're reconvening after uh, so many episodes. Um, first up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, did I ever tell you about my bulldog, Chunker? He ate a whole chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Grandpa No, Chuck? you did not. <laughs> Tell me more. It's the only thing I remember. There's just like one of the one of the, when uh, when our main character. Oh, when they were talking friends. about whether or not you should have pets. Yeah, it, someone was like, "Hey, I had this bulldog. His name was Chunker. <laughs> this one time, he ate a whole chicken." Yeah, <laughs> not a great just took story. It right from the table. Oh yeah. Yeah. That 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 person was clearly from Amity because they are making friends with that story. <laughs> <laughs> she was from Candor. Come on. Wait, can't, is, can't lie about the chicken. I don't. Wait, is Amity? Amity was a city, not a faction, right? No, Amity no, is the, no, it's it's a faction. Nice. Yeah, they're, they're the Hufflepuff. Oh, I yeah. thought Candor was the Hufflepuff of the factions. They're both kind of the Hufflepuff. No, Candor Kander was more like Ravenclaw Hufflepuff. And no. See, no, well, Erudite, Erudite was Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Oh, that's true. Wait. Did, no. No, because Erudite was secretly evil and inside. running the oh, whole yeah, world. Slytherin. That's not Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw's the Ravenclaw Slytherin. They're Ravenclaw Slytherin. Yeah, there's next Y axis. Okay, but here's my here's my point. I guess Candor was the Hufflepuff because they didn't do anything interesting the whole book. But it turns out there's another one that I didn't even remember existed. <laughs> That's which the is most like Hufflepuff, which is even more like Hufflepuff. <laughs> they um, out Hufflepuffed the Hufflepuff. We should probably actually uh, very quickly say what everything is, but maybe maybe that can no, no, that's summary shit. Still, you still okay. don't know who we are yet. Yeah, yeah, we okay. have to say who we are. We, we, ju- we only just met you, Ezra. <laughs> we are who we are. Uh, also welcome. He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in his new Brooklyn, New York home. It's Chris Smith. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming to class. Um, I thought instead of lessons, we'd just have you fight each other brutally with minimal instruction. What could go yeah. wrong? Man, that sounds like TFA to me. Yeah. TFA? Teach for America. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, how are you at fighting with, uh, with bare fists? <laughs> Pretty bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So a little they. extra training and boxing gloves would have gone a long way. Yeah, mm-hmm. super helpful. Uh, well, especially because we just read that book with like thirty hours of boxing training. I was Oof. like, turns yeah. out you could have skipped all this and just yeah. put him in a cage with some kids. <laughs> uh, also joining us today, please welcome back uh, one of our favorite guests. She does not have a Twitter handle. She's originally from Queens, New York. Or no, not originally. She's from Queens, New York, but now she's in our Brooklyn studio. Please welcome back Lisa. Hey, let's celebrate indecision and call it a superpower. 
<laughs> you win. I, I like them all. Oh, you're special. <laughs> I mean, that's what this book is about. It's, a, it's telling all the 12-year-olds that can't decide between Rice Krispies and Cheerios that they are going to save the world. They are. Like, that's pretty much did what you, it is. They're going to create a whole new world of Rice Krispios. Did you guys ever eat Rice Krispies with Cheerios and think they might be like having sex a little bit? Uh, when I, <laughs> no, no. I will now. Yeah, they kind of do. I will now, yeah. yeah. It never occurred to me before, but now. Or it looks like just a skinny person going rafting. Yeah. <laughs> inner tubing. Yeah, inner tubing. Whee! Yeah, see, that's a cleaner version for children. I might have eaten Cheerios and Rice Krispies together late into life. <laughs> like, hey, it's kind of like my series fucking itself, right? Right, guys? <laughs> and your parents are like, <laughs> What? Yeah, As, I just like hold the ball and be like, hey. oh, okay. So let's talk about this book now. Uh, so we are we are reading. Oh fuck you, Ezra! You can't <laughs> act like that's not going to be distracting. <laughs> you know we're on video. It's Ezra's a lovely wife framed... just handed him an entire maple bar, which he's eating. <laughs> My wife is the best wife, and it, it fits so perfectly in the frame. Lisa says hi. She waves. She's very sleepy because of the jackhammer and screwdriver guy. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Not uh, too sleepy I to f- give you a maple bar. I know. And a plate. Oh, and a plate. A plate bar. All right, let's focus. <laughs> okay. That was a shittier version of the Cronut, the plate bar. No one would buy that. <laughs> I always wish my food was half flatware. <laughs> the crunchy funny. half. <laughs> all right, so we we read all of Divergent, uh, the first book in the series. Chris, you're our summarizer. Yes, sir. Please uh, summarize for me in the style today of a terrifying simulation. Oh, God. Ooh. Okay, first, let's all get over our fear of needles, because there's going to be a lot of needles <laughs> oh. jammed straight into the neck. <laughs> Ready? The softest one, the body. one, two. <laughs> Here we ah, go. Oh, you said... Divergent takes place in dystopian future Chicago. Uh, where also known world... as present Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, right? <laughs> okay, where the the entire society has divided itself. They've they've fenced off the city and they've divided themselves into five factions. Okay, and let me get out my list. There's uh, uh they're all vocabulary words. Yes. So it's yeah. abnegation, which is the selfless government workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's amity, the peaceful, friendly farmer people. There's candor who don't or, take who aren't in this book at all. <laughs> there's candor who's not really in this book at all, and they value truth over everything else. Uh, so being honest, there's dauntless who are the brave ones who guard the city, and then there's the erudite uh, faction, which is the intelligent, scholarly, technology people, also known as the dauntful. <laughs> daunt, full of daunt. <laughs> I, I kind okay. of thought of it as a uh, um, this was the uh, like Amish homeschooled kids, and then the Hufflepuffs. And then the jerks. The other Hufflepuffs. The jocks. The yeah. violent jerks and then the evil Slytherin jerks. Yeah, so. but like just the nerd. Yeah, it was like the jocks and nerds, but only the evil portion of each group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. So our main character, moving on, is is Beatrice Pryor, who goes by Triss. And she is 16 years old, and she grew up in abnegation, the selfless one, so that she's like kind of Amishy and, you know, wears gray and very covered up. And at 16, everybody in this society takes an aptitude test to see which faction he or she has, like, the most aptitude for. Um, oh, and then you get also, to choose Also, let's be clear. Faction. The aptitude test is... Is a simulation. And by simulation, they mean they inject you with drugs. And then you and then you hallucinate the, the whole... It's a one-question quiz, and it's, do you kill a dog with a knife, or do you eat a piece of cheese? 
That is the entire. <laughs> Wait, and if you can't decide, if you cannot decide which faction you are, you're a freak. You're called divergent because you have multiple interests or can see multiple <laughs> sides of problems, and therefore right. you can't tell anybody you're divergent because they'll kill you. It's Which like Bo Jackson, the king of the Divergent. Oh my god, they would have killed him so quick. Football Bono- plus baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Deion, that's Deion crazy. Sanders also. Bono's Dauntless. Yeah. Oh Bono's. god. Oh, this is an old reference, but it's really fun right now. Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan also. I mean, baseball, yeah. baseball, uh, basketball, and saving the world from aliens. That's so. right. He was oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Triple threat. That's three of them. <laughs> Triple threat. One, two, they three. never okay. say which three threat th- three threats. It could be any three threats. Also wearing underwear. He's a quadruple th- threat. <laughs> yeah, oh, he wears the and, shit and out of smirking Haynes. about it. Dude, yeah. that guy is so yeah. divergent. Oh. Wow, so <laughs> divergent. Okay, so basically the idea is you take this test and whatever you fit in, that's one you probably should choose. Uh, but you could also choose something else, and like rebel, I guess. Or but like stay with your faction, or stay with your family. Yeah. You know that that you grew up with. So Triss grew up is as Abignation. Um, uh, but she actually chooses Dauntless, like the brave ones, the kind of more violent ones. Sort uh, of accidentally. A, kind of accidentally, but she kind of wanted to. She's like, so. I'm going to bleed over here, and then cool. Yeah. yeah. And so the that, That's how you choose. It's much worse than a sorting hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like this <laughs> sweet little girl who's like short and small and very nice. And the entire book is her going to Dauntless training camp because there's like a, it's kind of like pledging uh, a fraternity or something like that where they only pick the best ones. They pick the top 10, ten out of the 20 people they selected. Yeah. It is and Rush Week is kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. Rush, Rush is a little shitty and then Pledge Week uh, apparently involves bare-fisted fighting. <laughs> and but a lot of beer. And if you don't get in... You get- yeah, oh, and the people who don't <laughs> pass the test become factionless. In other words, they become homeless bums on the streets of Chicago. <laughs> well, wait, or No, no, yeah, but they're also, no, no, because they're also like the municipal bus drivers. <laughs> are they? They're also, yeah, they sweep up. They do, like, they just do all the jobs that are below the people who are in the frats. So it's yeah. like, so like you become factionless, which is like, so now every time I see a bus driver, I have to be like, why don't you have more aptitude? Yeah, I actually what I, they should have like a Revenge of the Nerds kind of thing where like all the uh, the factionists make their own faction of just like like yeah. you the know, second book ba- the GDI yeah, faction. faction. Yeah. Oh, apparently yeah. that's the second book. Apparently that's yep. the second book, <laughs> okay. and it's Revenge of the Nerds. Like basically, Triss uh, trains to be dauntless, which involves fighting and shooting guns and throwing knives, and in general being brave. Yeah, um, where you have to prove him. how brave you are. And so there's physical training, there's emotional training, and then mental training. But Specifically, also... being brave in this case means you don't wait for the train to stop to get on it. Yeah, well, you yeah. don't get daunted. <laughs> right. Not one daunted. Yeah, you don't jump like, off that by... roof. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly acts acts of dumbness. It's acts yeah. of uh, like impatient jumping on and off yeah. things. Well, and that's so the thing. Smartless. It's like these guys are good soldiers, but kind of dumb. And it turns out that after all the Dauntless stuff, and of course our hero makes the cut and turns out to be first in her class and has a little romance with her teacher and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, turns out there's a big evil plot by the Erudite, the only smart faction, to use the soldier faction as an army to take over the rest of society. So, you know, uh, Triss is a little upset by this because um, they're killing her parents. And everybody she knows. <laughs> yeah. um, so they One go stop them. Of Chicago. And basically, yeah, she gets her mom, her dad, 
her brother and her friend's dad together, and they all just go cap some bitches and <laughs> invade the Dauntless headquarters and, like, take over the computer simulation that's controlling the robot army of, of robot soldiers. And, and she then... only loses two parents in the process. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's cool. And She's then, not great at this. And, and then, she like, shoots her friend in the head. Yeah, and the, 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 the book <laughs> ends. Oh, yeah, the book. Yeah, there's some dark-ass shit going on in this book. And the book ends and, with, like, them having no home and yeah. no family and, like, being on a train out of town being like, well, we can't return. At least I have a boy who kissed me. Like, I mean, fun. really, the key thing is that at some point in our history, we sat down and were like, this system of government we have is not working as well. But if we could just put everybody into death frats. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have peace yes. forever, oh, and then they're shocked God. when that doesn't work out. Death frats I mean, is so what this is. <laughs> it's that is exactly what it is. I'm not entirely convinced, guys, that this isn't a better model, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about, let's compliment this book, you guys. It's time for the compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. It's how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism to the untrained ear. Today, uh, Lisa, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the major compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I'll go first. Lay it on us. I think that this book does not pull punches. And I really... People enjoy... get kicked in the head. I, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. enjoy when you're going to write a dystopian novel... And you're going to disturb children, you don't hold back. I mean, as we've already said, two parents down, yeah. shoot your friend in the face, yeah. knife in the eye. It's, yeah. it's dystopian. And dystopian butter is a knife frightening in the thing eye. in yeah. a butter society. Yeah. And, Better or and worse? I don't want to live in that society. I think butter knife <laughs> yeah. is worse. I think butter knife is worse than no- normal knife because it's still got butter on it. And so, oh, that's the worst part of it. Oh, I got grease in my eye. It's a waste of butter. And also yeah, my it's eye. No, it's a waste of butter. That's what I was getting at. And Chris, to your answer, it's like, you, you got eye in my grease. And then like, you have like gre- grease's pieces, I guess. Come out. Yeah, yeah, grease's pieces is pretty good. <laughs> Ezra, why don't you be second in your major compliment? What's What do you want to say about, nice about this book? I mean, I do like the generally this kind of heralds an ongoing trend of books that teach uh, teenage girls to be badasses. Um, like, mm. I feel like we've moved out of like the range of like Twilight, where it's just like you have to get a boyfriend. Where now it's like, yes, you get a boyfriend, but first some you get badass training by shooting like, a gun. Well, yeah, like you you have to be able to kill him if you have to. Although, that's how you get a boyfriend. Just like Twilight, she gets a boyfriend because they both have a genetic problem, like that matches. <laughs> and and the, there is a nice guy. Yeah, who, the genetic problem of having multiple interests. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yeah, choose between choose between five shittyish options. Yeah, <laughs> it's the but so they were a two-dimensional character. Yeah. They were genetically required to be together, so that's one. And then also, she was a badass sort of, but she also said in the first part of the book she was tripped and was like, "I've never had much grace." Uh, so yeah. finally, we have a female protagonist who is incompetent and can't walk. But I do like they gave her a gun this time. <laughs> they did give her a gun, which she was horrible with. But mostly the only <laughs> talent she had was that she was genetically able to skip the simulations. So she won- She was first in her class because of a problem with her brain that she oh, had no control yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And all and, these and, simulations uh, that we've been talking about are biochemical, basically. So yeah. they give you this drink and say, hey, drink this. And then because she's not a one-dimensional character but a two-dimensional <laughs> character, she yeah. can see that this is a simulation and fake and then like kind of mm-hmm. lucid dream her way out of it. 
Well, so let me trans let me transition from that into my compliment because that is right up my alley. My compliment is, uh, or I guess my reading of the book is this. So I love the VR personality test that they start where it's like kill the dog or eat a piece of cheese. Um, so, th- so here's the you, test. You realize? I'm just gonna say, Alex. Wait now. Pause for a second. Yeah. You realize that cheese was for the dog, right? Yeah. You weren't I supposed bet. to just eat I the cheese and then the meet dog. the dog and have the dog eat you also. Well, you didn't know there was a dog coming. Okay, so here's the. <laughs> okay. so, so there's a VR. This is how you choose. Dude, seriously, that's the. This is the real flaw with the test. Is like, so you like, you go in this VR personality test. You like, you you take a serum. You wake up in the simulation. Except you don't really realize the simulation, and there's a table with a knife and a piece of cheese, and then apparently you, it's like, and then a voice says, Wait, "Choose why not one." Just use the knife to cut the cheese. This is what yeah, I was thinking. Right? Right? Like, I'd like no, a smaller piece of cheese. They said, "Choose one." So like, okay, great. So I'm gonna eat the whole cheese, uh, <laughs> but she doesn't decide, and apparently she's like one of the one in a billion who sees the knife and the cheese with no explanation and can't well, decide between love them two. Knives and cheese. I, I, I love cheese. I would have no problem choosing the cheese. That would be easy for me. I'm clearly cheese virgin or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Just cheese. The one faction oh, cheese. Brie virgin. That's what it would be. Uh, so they like, anyway, so the, so you, you choose the knife or the cheese, or in her case, neither. And then a rabid dog shows up, except that he's not rabid if you're nice to him. And so normally you would either stab the dog or you would feed him the cheese, which is not dog food. And then anyway, it doesn't make a lot don't of sense. do well with cheese. No, they, they get very gassy. Oh, gross. Anyway, and then you like, so based on that test, that's the test. That is the whole test. And based no, on that, they know not. if you're smart. There's, no, there's, there's part two. No, there's part two. Because then a girl shows up. It's supposed to show, it's supposed to eliminate, every stage is supposed to eliminate one of the five. Right. Which is... So, so the first asinine. one is whether or not but, you're dauntless, because you'd be dauntless if you grabbed the knife. If you just want everyone in Dauntless picked the knife. That's okay. it. If you pick the and knife, and then everyone else picked it. cheese. Every uh, well, so like know. if so in the war, Dauntless are walking around mindlessly shooting things, and like all the Ariodites are holding up big like circles of cheese. Like stop, <laughs> <laughs> it's Gouda. Cheese proof, like best, <laughs> yeah. like really okay. <laughs> Let me get to my, my compliment. So here's, here's my compliment. I love this idea and this that how you test people is this virtual reality personality test. But how does she know it's over? Oh. <laughs> so stage one is the knife and the cheese, and then the dog shows up, and then the kid shows up, and then she wakes up talking to the test administrator. But maybe that's still a simulation. My reading is this whole book is the test. And that what happened is at the end of this, she's eliminated Dauntless. And then she has to go to phase two. Like, Holy well, shit. don't want to be in that death frat. Yeah, yeah. She goes. You, you go through the whole training in a simulation, and then you like wake up, and you're back in the virtual reality room. And she's like, "Okay, so we've decided you're not dauntless. Here's some more serum." And then you go back in, and then it's like knife, cheese, dog. And then you go into Aerodite, and you have to do a bunch of testing. And then you like take over the world, and you feel shitty, and so you like wake up. The whole thing. This I was is kind really, of blowing. Really like, yeah. uh, really looking forward to the ending where I know you love a long con, but I'm just oh, not sure that's so tenable. Much. So right. much. Last book hasn't been written yet. We never know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know unless it's leaked Even on the Lisa internet. Doesn't know. But that's all right, Chris. Uh, that leaves you. So even though whatever you say will be about a part of the book that didn't really happen because it was all a simulation, what is your major compliment? My major compliment is actually for one bit of world building in here that I really actually liked. Some of the world building I hated in this book, but when they established the, the zip line from the top of the Sears Tower. Oh yeah, well that fucking would rule. Um, but I guess you mean it's not world John building Hancock so much tower, as like a completely different tower. Oh, that was on Hancock. Like, yeah, that's no, where I just yeah. went. Oh, okay, I just, I just been to the John Hancock tower. tower. I, I felt very special. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so Hancock Tower, Zipline would be cool, but that's not what you meant by world building. No, no, no. Um, it's just that like they were establishing what it's like to live in an Abignation faction, which is like this mm-hmm. really selfless thing. And like they, they established that none of the people in Abignation celebrate birthdays. Everybody else does, but Abignation yeah. doesn't because they think birthdays are selfish. And it made me really sad, which means it was pretty effective because I love birthdays. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. I like birthdays, too. She'd also never tried a hamburger or ketchup. Yeah, Ke- ketchup yeah. is kind of self-indulgent, guys. It's yeah. too. It's yeah. It's abnegation. So shooting guns it. at people's faces, but you know, hadn't tried yeah. that either. Yeah, yeah. The face is too indulgent. Shoot at the hand. It's really weird that selfless also means, like, I, I feel like you could be giving and selfless, and still like have your meatloaf have something red on it. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that's not necessarily part of selflessness? Is like it doesn't seem like food? you could be smart and brave and friendly. Well, there's that. Uh, I mean, I'm no. pretty sure you can't be friendly because that. I think that was not really a faction. I think you guys are making this up. Amity. <laughs> no, they were sure the there was no amity. They were the farmers. Just no. read the second book. No, <laughs> not going to do that either. <laughs> Okay, speaking of things that don't make sense, uh, this doesn't make any sense. This book is ridiculous, uh, and we're going to talk about it. Um, but first, you know, we've all chosen Reed and Weep as our factions. We need to go through some init- initiation. Initiation. There you go. Initiation. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, so anyway, start, start hating. He and got then there. As, and as soon as you can control your hate, you'll be let out of this podcast. Whoa. Okay, I'll start off here, and that's yeah. like because the bulk of this book is is basically at Dauntless Training Camp. I just have to hate on Dauntless Training Methods. I mean, what sure. they do is they take a bunch of sixteen year old kids, and they say, "I'm going to show you what a punch is," and they don't really like they practice maybe like for an hour, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Cool, now we're going to go into open combat and make you guys fight each other <laughs> and beat each other unconscious." Yeah. Um, and if you don't, then you're out. And you're and, basically homeless. And this so, is all taking place in a world where they have so much technology, they can inject hallucination-causing microtransmitters that also send all of your brainwave information back to a central computer database or control you with that database. And they still spend a day of training on – months of training on hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. They're still they – they should be training on hovercraft gun <laughs> shooting right <laughs> no there I should be the some technology in this world yeah but it wasn't about yeah. technology it was about your badassness yeah, yeah. So you it's like how much how much shit can you take yeah. well so but like, was... the idea is someone needs to be yeah but out. still i mean like giving somebody an hour of training and then saying okay mma time let's go is kind of well, like showing somebody like a few notes on a guitar and then going okay cool now play an arena show You're and good. and well, you play cool. and during the arena show somebody will be punching you in the head yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she was inspired by Hunger Games, where it's like, here's a day, and now go kill each other. I mean, okay, okay, but here's great, my point but with that the technology. Mean it's valid because you read yeah. a YA book. <laughs> you before. copied another book that doesn't make sense. That's not. That's not a. You don't get a free pass for that. But first of all, Fight Club the was training was they were being manipulated by the smarty pantses to be used as a war an uh, as uh, an army. Why not teach them how to use technology army like? Teach them how to drop Guns. guided missiles on Amity. Take a, like, why are you, why are you There's making like, them? Wait, wait, Alex. Well, they wanted Piper. Amity. They just want, like, they oh, didn't want everybody say. to die. Yeah. But, oh, they just Plus, 20% of the population, like, wears, like, gray burlap sacks. Like, this is not, like, a <laughs> yeah. missile-heavy Yeah, this is, population. and you don't want to train them with, like, skills, and, like, you don't want your army smart enough. That's why you have a child army, is you just want them to blindly obey orders. 
well, and be okay. That's because you want to have smaller guns. Oh, it's so cute. It's the cutest guns. Uh, not, I mean, a bunny army would obviously be the cutest army. So, Tri- child army, second cutest army. But like, you know, the charge would book. be underwhelming as at best. Like charge, hoppity, hoppity, hoppity. I really want to see a bunny army. Alex, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just do the Hunger Games, but now with bunnies. Oh, the Bunger Games. No. <laughs> I do not want to see a bunny get skewered. I would not love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, that's a fun, like, bunny facial hair. That would actually be a pretty good little, like, three-minute three, three minute cartoon. Like, the Bunger Games <laughs> with just bunnies having that's to fight each other. as good of an idea as I could see it as a three-minute web short. <laughs> yeah. It's that good of an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that good. That's, that's cold. I think it's super weird they have that much micro-technology and the hard drive is still the size of a hand. Yeah. Uh, like, why not oh, a thumb it's drive? it's, like, a gajillion gigs. Like yeah, it's, but it's shouldn't brains be gajillion, for everyone. Gajillion gigs on a thumb drive by that point. I mean, like they're already you like. I mean, it fits into the back pocket of her pants, which like, but okay, but just think about memory. Like when you and I, like when we were going to school, we were still using, like we still might have had zip drives. You guys, yeah. In college, I used a zip drive. Gross. Like that? Yeah, should you have? <laughs> no, but it was still they were around. How are the flares? Is my point? Are they bad? <laughs> <laughs> they have a vaccine for that now. <laughs> Here's my point. <laughs> my point is like it's one of those things where she's like, I imagine unlimited technology, except for in the public transit, which is still buses and trains. Totally. And it's just like the Hunger Games where the spaceship flies in and takes people away for the Hunger Game, but yet they still need to mine coal. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> And also, that hovercraft is not running on coal, you guys. It's running on like nano fumes. <laughs> I love the idea that in the hovercraft, there's like there's someone in the back just <laughs> shoveling into coal. And just like, oh, it's been a long day of shoveling coal for this hovercraft. <laughs> Doesn't make and any like clearly technology. the technology could have been spread more. And like, I think Alex, you're getting to the point too that like I find it a little bit insulting that the smart people are given the evil like character of the book like it's only the people who want technology and like maybe want to advance society and maybe want to like you know elevate themselves that that are the evil ones right and that everybody who just wants to be like you know a social worker is like all good all the time on the other hand the rules of this society are the most complicated thing that i've ever like there was a time in this so in her world there was a time there was like nuclear war and then everybody got together and had like a congress and like how do we achieve peace and then they had to lay out a document that was like we'll test people and if they seem nice we'll put them with the nices and if they seem truthy we'll put them with the truthy people and like they had to lay out all those rules and like you have to you have to work your way in and we'll make sure that the bus drivers are all people who aren't truthy or nicey and then like, <laughs> this would be the worst true, fucking congress bus meeting are never truthy or nicey <laughs> <laughs> why do people in the future decide to do this it's like this Look, just seems like you're adding it's just it's a cautionary tale against how hard it is for groups of people to decide on things this is the only thing they could all agree on this is like this is basically like this is the quality of bills that get passed through congress i think we can all agree on death threats right well i it's not exactly what i wanted but yeah i guess it's closer than you know than nothing it's, it's, it's I mean, there is bill. there's a zipline rider on this bill that I really am looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of pork for the zipline. <laughs> the zipline pork. I want to file this one again under where are the parents? Oh God, there are never they're any. Dead. Shot dead. Yeah, well, we know that. They're one. dead. At the end, and because they were saving her, 
this is just like so this is just like Harry Potter, where it's like the entire world is evil. Like there's genocide going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's leave it to the seventh graders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just I doesn't make. Like, wa- at, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna say at the end of the book that the like way to make that okay that the parents died was. Because they're selfless, that's the way they showed they loved her. Yeah, they're, they're, like, giving, they're like, giving it's the only way. Her. I was like, there are so many other ways to show you yeah. love someone than dying. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, like, three. like, for example, she wants to watch like a movie you don't want to watch, and you watch that movie with her. Yeah, you you yeah. sit through you sit through the Hunger Games for her. <laughs> you don't have to get shot. It's not, not necessary. Yeah, it's not. Other ways. What, what do you get for the woman who has everything? Shot in the head. <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, it's your birthday. Treat yourself. Meanwhile, in a suburban dining room. Happy birthday, dear Kara. Happy birthday to you. Yay! All right. Mom and Dad, well, what am I? What, what do you mean, darling? I'm 16. It's time for you to tell me what I really am. What am I? Uh, sweetie, I'm afraid we don't know what you mean. You're Kara Hammerschmidt. You're a beautiful, smart young woman. That's what you are, and we're very proud of you. Oh, stop it, you guys. I've always suspected I was different from the other kids, and now that I'm 16, you're supposed to reveal my true identity. Am I a vampire hunter? I bet I'm a vampire hunter. Uh, no, dear. You're not a vampire hunter. Just a run-of-the-mill Hammerschmidt. Does my blood smell like ham sandwiches to vampires? Maybe I'm supposed to date one. <laughs> I'd prefer you don't date any vampires. Or anybody, for that matter. Don't tell me I'm a werewolf. Kara, honey, uh, vampires and werewolves don't exist. Uh, just because you've turned 16, that hasn't changed. I know you're going to tell me I'm something special, so just get on with it. Am I a Greek demigod? Is that why I have asthma? Because I breathe in Greek? Uh, no. Asthma is just a disease you have to live with for the rest of your life. Oh, of course I'm a witch, right? That's right. I I need to be go to witch school where I can help the other kid witches defeat evil. Really sorry. There's no such thing as witch school. So I'm more of a hide my powers and then learn my grandma's recipes kind of witch? You're not that either. Then it must be time to join a faction. You better not go anywhere. You have homework to do, Missy. Do I need to volunteer to fight other children to save my sister? Nope. Angel? No. Demon hunter? I don't think so. Fairy? No. I plants growing out of my back. Not that I've seen. Jesus Christ, we've done a lot of these books. Man, no kidding. I've got it. I'm an alien assassin prince, and I need to wait until I get my first job to find out. Honey, your mom and I have talked about this, and it's time you know. Really? Damn it. I hoped I wasn't an alien assassin prince, but it's better than nothing. It's not that. You're... you're a teenager. What? You're just a teenager. You're awkward, you're full of hormones, and you might get acne. You'll definitely get acne. You don't get to save the world, you just get to deal with teenage boys and freshman bio. It's much harder. Uh, I thought... We should have told you this earlier, but we wanted you to have something to look forward to. That's why we bought you these. They're romance novels for your Kindle. Now that you're a young adult, you can stop having unrealistic expectations about what you are, and start having unrealistic expectations about how great your love life will be. 
and we bought them all from read-weep.com slash Amazon. That way, we could get the best deal on ebooks to ruin your expectations about your future and help support our favorite podcast. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon whenever you buy books about a life you'll never achieve and a portion of the proceeds go to read it and weep. Oh, don't be so sad, Kara. It could be worse. When I turned 16, I found out my parents were getting divorced and sending me to a boarding school. That's so sad. Yep. Also, we're getting a divorce. All right, so uh, the next thing we're going to do, guys, we're going to play, this is one of our favorite games, Build Your Own. Today, we're going to be building your own faction. So as as should be very apparent to you, the five factions do not adequately summarize all five types of very boring one-dimensional characters. So what are the other factions? And just a quick bit of uh, history to remind you, what happened was there was a war, and during the Great Peace, what she said was, the people who blamed cowardice formed Dauntless. And the people right. who blamed ignorance formed Smarty Pants. And the people <laughs> who blamed being in books too much went to Amityville. <laughs> Build your own faction. You can talk about uh, what they're rebelling against, what they're trying to be against, like what their aptitude is like, what their initiation is like, any of those things. What oh, they prize okay. above all so else. So here's, yeah, here's I'm, what... I'm, I'm, I'll go. Go ahead, Chris. Maybe this is just like a one mm-hmm. that we can springboard off of. But I'm going to blame one-dimensional characters <laughs> uh-huh. so my faction will be called the liberal arts where we just have people <laughs> you know take some critical theory maybe explore things like beer bongs and uh and uh-huh. you know, intramural sports but also play-doh and um not really get good at anything yeah you don't get great at any one thing <laughs> yeah. but yeah that's okay your initiation is a six-page paper and juggling club <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to be the most productive members of the society, yeah. but at least but you we'll have a slack happier. line. Yeah, yeah, you'll have a... <laughs> at least there'll be lots of frisbees. Yeah. When you think... that actually seems like kind of a fun faction. Yeah. When I was thinking about factions, like I think about okay, what am I mostly? I was telling this mm-hmm. to you the other day, Chris, is that I'm mostly someone who loves food. So yeah. I think uh-huh. I think I would I think that the end of the world is people who don't enjoy eating, and yeah. so. In my faction, you oh. just have to eat delicious things. So it's like farm to table, like really fresh. Yeah, or deep fried stuff, or, whatever. Yeah, or She would never join that. She would never join the donutless. That's the opposite of your faction. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I have like an offshoot actually of of, of that faction, uh, where it's uh, the problem is people who, you know, uh, have problems with digestion, and so it's just yogurt. It's just the yogurt faction. The yogurt oh, faction. have a lot of yogurt. When they were doing that thing where they're like, all of the people who blame this become this, and all the people who blame this become this, I was like, what about people who like blame dumb? Like, if like all the people who blame sand join the vacuumers, yeah. or all the people who blamed we beavers became trappers. There was a little too much grit in the house. There's way too much there's sand everywhere. It's just too much fucking sand, you guys. I love the like anti beaver uh, faction. Yeah, that's yeah. A, they they blamed the beavers. One. So they became damnless. trappers. <laughs> Damp- oh, damnless! Yeah. yeah. I like a faction that hates like sloppy or disorganized things and just like loves the container store. <laughs> <laughs> just like really into it. This faction entirely exists in a California closet. <laughs> Optic organization. How about? 
Uh, I would like if there was like a, a group that just prized punctuality above all else. <laughs> and so the whole initiation process is like knowing that there's a meeting at six o'clock and they spend the whole day trying to distract you from that meeting. <laughs> but you must they give that. you a lot of like they give you video games and they like set up other meetings and they like Facebook chat. And that's actually great because you could hire the people who like the, the I think there's an anti-meeting faction. Yeah, um, oh, sure. You just get them for that. The doddlers. Yeah. <laughs> And the doddlers spend their whole day screwing with the with the punctuality people. Yeah, who are also oh, called yeah. the doddlers. Or the procrastination. Oh, the doddlers. I like the idea that that's... Oh, yeah, the, the, pro- the procrastination faction. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they have, like, an empty, like, uh, field that they're in. They're like, oh, we're going to build this initiation room at some point. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Each group of initiates, they're like, I, we're, we're totally going to finish this. This we're time. Gonna, we're going right, to do it this I, time. I'm going to make a list... <laughs> We're gonna do it this time. They never met. I'm really good about it, guys. Ceremony. None yeah. of them made it. To the <laughs> they were gonna. <laughs> they always just round up the people who didn't get to the ceremony too. Yeah, <laughs> here with us. I would like if there was a group that was like entirely dedicated to people who are attracted to dividing groups. <laughs> groups. So it's the, uh, the sorters. It's the fr- the fraction attraction faction. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> That was real good. That was that was real good. I like that. That was your groan that you make when you think you like something. Is that what that yeah, sound when it, meant? When it's really clever, like it, it like that know, wasn't this a won't ooh, stay it was in. An ooh. Yeah, it was an ooh. It wasn't like uh, this made me laugh, but I was impressed with how clever it was. <laughs> it was an what, ooh right. and then an ah. Yeah. Mm. What going off of that? What about um, only the Anglo's? So they'd be the Saxon. The Saxon faction. <laughs> oh, the Saxonless. <laughs> God, that's fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, you could have the people uh, blame racism and then people who who blame, like, tolerance. Not racism. <laughs> who blame non-Anglos. Blame not, a, not enough racism. <laughs> There's not enough racism in the world. Let's get together and just hate. Hey, it's yeah, really like I, you guys. This would get much more complicated. Like, the <laughs> virtual reality test would get really super complicated. If there were like 140 fr- factions, you're just in the simulation for months and it's like, all right, on this picnic table, there's a knife and some cheese and then you're like, yeah, that's done. This picnic, like, table, this picnic table, there's a knife and a This picnic table, there's a clock guy. and there's eye yeah. chat and then this one is a frisbee and, and a bowl of yogurt and a bowl of yogurt and then on this table, the Viking helmet. And you're just like, at some point, you're like, I, I mean, I've eliminated something every time. I, that I've given that dog everything to eat he could possibly want. <laughs> the dog just like like that line over, really full, just like just panting, covered in yogurt all over his face, <laughs> wearing the Viking helmet. Oh, the actually the liberal arts group could just throw a frisbee to the dog. That would be perfect. Yeah. That would be a cute. That's friend. how we know you have no aspirations. <laughs> I do like the idea of like a faction where it's just like no reality whatsoever. Just like lives in its own like a complete lie world. Oh, the uh, the the denialful. <laughs> just like things are going great. I'm gonna finish this book one of these days. Oh, I would like if there was just a negation frat. It was yeah. just like they're like, we are dauntless. No, you're not. I don't believe that. I disagree. Prove it to me. No, I'm not convinced. Yeah, <laughs> you, I feel like you got some daunts left. Oh, it's just the internet. That's just the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the internet faction just shits on your dreams, whatever they are. Mm. It, it, we're just... kind of all part of that faction, guys. Yeah, that's that's our faction. That is. If you're on the internet, that's, we we sort of are. And you're making fun of shit, so specifically yes. people's books that aren't like that took her a yeah. long time. I mean, she got it I'm, published. It's her first book. I, whatever. I'm super proud of her. I, I think this is awesome. Like I, like this is a. Here's the thing. It's decent. It's not. 
Gonna win. It's not, yeah, it's not the worst book we've read. No. Nope. Like, uh, it's at least a distinct world. It um, is insanely complicated. Yeah. And for no obvious reason. Got hella rich from this. Right. So and like I'm not gonna begrudge that. Guys, don't mm-hmm. forget, twelve year olds learned five new words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nobody fucking with my click, 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 click. Ain't nobody fresher than my motherfucking click, 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 click. As I look around, they don't do it like my click, click, click. All right, that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich, you guys. We're going to go in reverse order of the way we did up top. Uh, That means, Chris, you are up first. (laughs) So here's the fun thing. Uh, So there's this big game in Dauntless Training, uh, a big game of Capture the Flag, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love Capture the Flag in most iterations. Mm -hmm. But also the fun thing is that uh, Triss is playing against really stupid people whose only superpower is being a little bit brave. Yeah. So when she has the idea of, hey, let's scout their location, she's like a huge hero. <laughs> and then she has the idea of, hey, how about most of you just do a frontal attack and then a few of us will just sneak behind this really obvious way because yeah. they only left one guard and not even a good guard, you know? Right. And so, like, I would love to play Capture the Flag against people this stupid. And that's my that, comment. That believes that the best defense is only having offense all of the time. That's right. And, like, nobody <laughs> falls back to their flag location when they notice an attack. Nothing could possibly right. be going on except for what they see in front of them. Capture the flag's great. There should be more capture the flag. Yeah. I I do like capture the flag a whole lot. That's true. All right. Uh, well, that'll be another factor. Specifically just capture cheating the, just... at capture the flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the, the capture the flag cheaters. Yeah, that's all. That's all uh, the initiation is, and that's all the faction does. Also, yeah. I like the idea of just a cheating frat where it's like, like <laughs> the initiation rules are made to be broken. Like yeah. you actually win by breaking the cheating rules. Wait, if the rules are to cheat, then you have to cheat yeah. by being truthful. Ah, oh, it's so complicated. <laughs> this is becoming the mindfuck frat. <laughs> Everyone Paradox. just like sits around, like, wait a second, guys, wait a second. <laughs> Who still thinks we're in the VR simulation from the first aptitude test? <laughs> like me. All right. Uh, so me next. Uh, I love that the brave faction has to prove that they're brave by using transportation dangerously. Oh, I think that's a really fun trait of them that they like. They don't have railings anywhere. They jump on and off the moving trains. They're like, we are so brave but we're, we're kind of concerned about you not noticing how brave we are. So we're just showing off the whole time. We just do it all the time. It's but, like, like they just, everything is just a little more dangerous. They play like, uh, they just, they, they put a bunch of like nails next to their bed in case they, they get out the wrong side. They just yeah. like, mm-hmm. everything they do. Me. That's yeah. how I learned. Yeah. I know we didn't see this part, but do you think a lot of the train was just watching Pixar's Brave? Because <laughs> that's pretty all right. Those baby that bears be fine. are pretty cute. What? That, yeah. that movie was about bears and they did not really advertise that it was about bears i thought it was going to be baby braveheart <laughs> and i was really sad that it was about bears because yeah. i wanted to see baby braveheart Pixar's <laughs> bears <laughs> i well actually there was a disney's bears uh oh yeah the country okay. brother, brother bear, bear? yeah country or, bears oh there's also brother bear a lot of bears, bears. Oh. the bad news bears <laughs> and actually the original title of brave was the bear and the bow well that would have really? made more sense it. Mm, yeah yeah lisa wants that title <laughs> then i would lisa have known it. that it was about bears oh like i wanted to see a battlefield with her on it kind of saying they may take our lives but instead she was just being nice to her mom bear. but you'll never take our red hair <laughs> <laughs> your favorite part of brave was the part where she had her guts cut out in front of a bunch of people 
I, oh, is that how it ends? I really like Spoiler. these Dorian novels, guys. You've not made it through Braveheart, Ezra? <laughs> nope. Because I heard the end might not be happy. <laughs> so to you, the movie Braveheart is a guy bravely takes on an army and everything turns out fine. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's like he's almost about to, to win. And then uh, I got a snack. <laughs> I like movies that end with, and then a snack was provided for the audience. And then, like, uh, yeah. Then a, a maple bar uh, comes A, a maple yeah. came in, yeah. and I ate it. Uh, where are we? I must be going at some point. Agreed. Ezra, you're up. Let's play it for your next compliment. What is it? Um, so, I mean, you know, since we do it with audiobooks, one of the questions is always, how does this book work when you're running to it? Ah, yes. Fucking intense. <laughs> really? Yeah? Like, in a Holy good way shit. or a bad way? Uh, well, so, like, I was, like, like in the train section, like, I was, like, like really running, and then, like, just people, like, kids were, like, you know, beating the shit out of each other, and I was yeah. like, oh, God, I gotta keep going. I'm never gonna make Dauntless. I'm gonna be a factionless. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. All right, Lisa, Lisa, your turn. That's left. You're all that's left. Just, What's your minor compliment? I was just gonna say that um, I thought that there was a tasteful, almost sex scene. Um, in mm. it, which wait at the almost in the, the almost rape one or the almost sex? no the almost sexy oh obviously um, not the almost rape one that's Chris. not tasteful <laughs> I don't know she could be Ayn Rand <laughs> no but what I liked she about tastefully it was, Randian. I it was, it was <laughs> kind of preaching um, non Puritan but like responsible sex because it was sort of like yeah. you're a virgin too and wow guys can be virgins like that sort of like idea and then it was like let's go slow. And not do anything stupid, and we like each other. And I thought that was, you know, all good things. To... I'm working at a school where there's a lot of teen pregnancy, so I just, right. I just, I like, I like knowing that there you like are knowing books that in that the future there, there, there are some goodies out there. Yeah, there's some books that yeah. like preach. The future like, isn't all bad. <laughs> like nice. I like to know that after everybody survive, like splits off into the death frats, <laughs> they get rid of Snapchat. I like knowing that. <laughs> They're yeah. pretty sex positive. No, I'm with you, Lisa. I think there's some hope that this message is getting out that, like, hey, you can do things with people, but be safe and, you know. And be like, slow and make sure that that's what you want. Yeah. That's how they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were yeah. I mean, this guy, feelings. make sure it's with you a don't. guy who you've known for almost a week, who has been in a position of power over you the whole time, and who has a g- genetic predisposition to liking you. Okay, I see how that could be an issue, Alex. Yeah. And but who generally, is, who has recently struck you across the face? But they did not have sex because they talked about it. What I like is yeah. that she stressed talking about it. Well, that is certainly yeah. good. Although she had already had almost sex with him in a simulation in front of his bosses. <laughs> that is a little awkward. I agree is- with you, Lisa. I'm just saying they're complicating factors. <laughs> Like, for example, the fact that she was not actually in real life. She was still in the original test to see That's if she was dauntless or not. That's not the time I was talking about, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. No, no, I mean the whole so book. Actual, said the whole book. Sexy, not the so, fake so, virtual sex scene. So, no, no, Alex. So in Lisa, your the whole book is a virtual sex scene. <laughs> the whole book is still in that original test. She's like, do you take the knife or the cheese or do you have sex with four? Alex, go write some fan fiction. Go write it now and get this it out of the This is the actual system. book. I, I don't need to fan fiction. This is the fiction. Oh, God. This is what the book is. Between sex or cheese <laughs> sex or done. cheese sex or cheese no, well the problem we is chris th- you're divergent that's a great idea but if you were like if it was like a condom and cheese and then the dog showed up you, oh, you, fucked no. up. <laughs> you might think you had to fuck the dog <laughs> or if you chose the, the cheese, cheese choose cheese if you choose the if you choose the cheese and then four shows up naked, now you've got to like rub brie cheese all over his sweaty chest. I, guys, on. we can be divergent. We can be the people who will not choose between <laughs> sex and cheese. We could be. I think that's what we've learned about ourselves. 
Yeah. We'd like at least two things in the world. Also, I would choose sex. <laughs> well, it depends on the cheese, right? Like, she just said there was cheese. If it was like... Wait, it doesn't depend slice... at all on the sex? <laughs> no, it depends on the cheese. Sex is fixed. I'm married, Chris. I know what to expect from that one. I did not mean for this to go this I've not way. had all the cheeses in the world. I've not had all the cheeses in the world, but I'm pretty sure. No, like, what happens if you go up there and it's like, do you choose the knife or this slice of American cheese? You take the fucking knife, even if you're not dauntless, because that's yeah, gross yeah. cheese. Or what if, is it like, you know, is it like a, an aged Gouda or is it like a shitty, like, plastic knife like, yeah that's good, oh right? yeah yeah like a plastic like you're like a camping knife it's gonna break as soon as you try to cut even brie with it like if it's a great <laughs> it breaks on like a triple cream brie just like yeah yeah your hand. yeah you yeah. need to then you take that gouda that is an oh, excellent cheese gouda. Yeah. don't pick the sex that shatters in your hand <laughs> <laughs> words to live by fans you guys that is it for our show thank you so much for joining us we are going to be back again next week next week we are talking about some crappy fall tv we're going to be watching dads crazy ones and uh, michael j fox's new show so it's all it's fall tv dump uh sitcom dump time so we're going to watch our fall sitcom so join us for that next week if you have anything you want us to watch, go to readdeshweep.com. Click on the green dollar sign, and you can sponsor an episode. You can also donate. You can also find links to the things that we advertised here today, like shopping with Amazon with us or using, going to our Audible. And that those are the best ways to support us, readdeshweep.com. Uh, also, if you want to vote for books and suggest things, go to facebook.com slash readandweep. Thank you for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Sure. Of course. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And thanks for uh, being back here, Lisa. Thanks for sharing your passion for young adults. Yeah. I'm sorry, your passion for young adult novels. Yeah, yeah yep. no, not young adults. Young adult novels. <laughs> Specifically for young adult novels in which people uh, have healthy conversations about sex and stab each other. Because you like people who don't put... You like them when they don't pull punches and when they talk about sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Safe sex, unsafe living. Yep, uh-huh. that's what you want. Anyway, uh, thank you guys. Thank you. It was great to talk to you, and thank you everybody else. Uh, Lisa, what's your favorite thing on the internet right now? I, I'm, um, to ask you. I'm gonna send you all to Donors Choose, not for myself, but um, that's a way you can support teachers in all um, all across the country in the projects that they want. Donors Choose. Yep. Donors dot org. Dot org. Mm-hmm. So look up what teachers want in their classrooms, and you can support them. We'll, th- we'll throw a link to that up also on our show page for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Goodbye. Psh. And I'm not stuffing. Um, so let's talk about the show. You guys ready? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yes or yeah. no? I can't. I yeah. can't. Are you for? I can't. Do you like it or not? <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah.